Hey, it's Pastor James here, and uh, we want to welcome you to our uh, church service. Obviously, things look a little bit different. Uh, this is not normally how we do things, uh, but in, in these times, we are still going to gather. We're going to gather here online as a church body. We're going to worship. Uh, we're going to hear from Pastor Sam uh, with a message uh, that should challenge us and also allow us to um, learn more about what the Bible says, even with some of the things that we'll deal with during this time. Before we get into the service though, I do want to go over a couple of announcements um, and then also give some more explanation on giving because you may be wondering uh, if we're not having church services, how would we continue to pay the bills and uh, continue our mission here at CBC. The things that are being canceled are the things that are within the next two to three weeks that we've got scheduled. Uh, one of those things was our church work day uh, that was scheduled for Saturday the 21st. That has been canceled uh, and, and these things will probably re be rescheduled. Uh, at a later date, but we'll give you more updates on that uh, soon. Uh, so that is uh, canceled. Also, uh, our March of Prayer, which is March uh, 23rd, uh, that is being canceled, but uh, we are encouraging you to still join us um, as a church body at 6 p.m. on the 23rd uh, as we pray for our, our county and our city and uh, that God would really just uh, bless and uh, start revival here where we live in our community. And then the last thing that uh, is being canceled, unfortunately, is baptisms. That was going to be on the 22nd. We already had a few people of you signed up, um, and we will reschedule that. It will happen. Since this is being postponed, this is a great opportunity uh, for others to sign up. So if maybe you were on the fence and it was coming up too quickly, this is a great time for you just to go ahead and commit to it. Uh, let the church know, and uh, we'll get you on the schedule for whenever that uh, date is. And then the last thing um, is our offering. You can give securely online at discovercommunity.org slash give. If you go to our homepage, there's a, a button at the top there also. A lot of you already give online, so that may not be anything new to you. If you give by check, you can still mail it in uh, to the church. We will get that and receive it. If you usually give by cash, we'd ask that you do not send that in the mail. Uh, as that is not a very secure way to send it. So just hold on to that. Um, and when church services resume, you can bring that with you then. Uh, so if you would pray with me uh, as we get this service started. God, we thank you that, uh, one, we thank you that uh, even in times like this, the, the church body is still strong, that uh, we still move forward, even during a time when we may not be gathering currently uh, right now, uh, but we are uh, digitally, we are still together, we are still on mission, and we're still praising you and worshiping you. So I pray that you would bless this time as we gather and, and worship you. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. my morning song though darkness fills the night it cannot hide the light whom shall I fear you crush the enemy underneath my feet you are my sword and shield the troubles linger still whom shall I fear I know who goes before me, I know who stands behind, the God of angel armies, 
is always by my side, the one who reigns forever. He is a friend of mine, the God of angel armies is always by my side. My strength is in your name, for you alone can say, you will deliver me. Yours is the victory, whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? I know who goes before me.
fear in the fire Cause fear, he is a liar When he told you you were troubled You'll forever be alone When he told you you should run away You'll never find a home when he told you you were dirty and you should be ashamed when he told you you could be the one that grace could never change oh fear he is a liar he will take your breath stop you in your steps He will rob your rest, steal your happiness, cast your fear in the fire, cause fear, he is a liar. Cast out all my fears Let your fire fall Your love is all I feel Let your fire fall And cast out all my fears Let your fire fall Your love is all I feel All I feel. Let your fire fall and cast out all my fears. Oh 
cross and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh my soul. It is well, with my Welcome to our uh, online church service. It's pretty neat that we still have a chance to be together, worship together with music. Um, prayerfully, this, this message will be something that glorifies God. We won't, if you've been paying attention to our Facebook page, you may have seen the banner uh, advertising the new series. We're going to put a little pause on that. This will kind of be a standalone message. So if you're expecting um, people of trust, We'll still do that, but we'll just push it back a little bit. This one won't be as long. We still wanted to share some thoughts with you guys, uh, things that God has been teaching me this past week as we've been honestly dealing with a, a very unusual circumstance. Um, before we begin, before we open God's Word, let's pray. Lord, thank you. And thank you for the people who know how to make this technology work. Thank you for the technology that allows us to still have a church service even if it's nothing like what we're used to. We greatly appreciate all the blessings we have so that even in these times, we can still gather together as a family to celebrate you. We ask that you receive glory in all of this, God, um, for the different fears and worries and panics for the people who are currently ill. We just ask that your hand be on all of it, that it would be clear to everyone inside and outside of your church that you are God and you are good. We love you and we praise you and we trust you. Amen. So in the email we sent out earlier this week, I quoted 2 Timothy 1.7, where it talks about that we have not been given a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and self-control. And I just want to look at each of those three things this morning, just, just very quickly. Like I said, this isn't going to be long. Um, one of the things that we put in our email was, 
this is an opportunity, an opportunity for your family to maybe have some time together at home that you normally wouldn't have. And so we want you to take advantage of that. So we'll have some quick thoughts uh, from scripture. And then I encourage you to talk about it as a family. Ask your kids what they think. Ask your kids how they've been, you know, hearing about this and, and what their friends are saying. And use this opportunity to have great conversation as a family and enjoy some time together that you might not all uh, otherwise have had. But I want to start with a spirit of power, love, and self-control. I want to start with power. And so we'll be in Isaiah 25, um, Isaiah 25, verses 6 to 9. And it said, On this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of marrow, of aged wine well-refined. And he will swallow up on this mountain. He's talking about his holy mountain. When it refers to this mountain, we're talking about God's holy mountain. He will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all nations. So what what is this covering? What is this veil that is cast over, that is covering all people? Verse 8, He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of His people He will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God, We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Honestly, when I think of a spirit of power, one of the first things I think of is power over the grave. Yes, there's a lot of fear going on right now. And yes, this is a legitimate illness. This isn't something to be mocked or ridiculed or taken lightly. This is a legitimate illness. This is causing problems for a lot of people around the world and around this country. But as Christians, death has no power over us. Death has no claim on us. Death is victory. Paul wrote, for me to live as Christ, to die is gain. So when I think of a spirit of power, I think of a spirit of power of life. And so ask yourself, if you're legitimately wrestling and grappling with fear over this illness, what are you afraid of? I think we as people, we're afraid of getting sick because we're afraid of dying. And quite bluntly, Christians should have no fear of dying. The grave doesn't have claim to us. The grave doesn't have power over us. Jesus has broken the curse of death. So for us, Power is power to live boldly and freely in the life that Christ gave us. And like I mentioned in the email, I'm not talking about ignoring legitimate precautions to stay safe and healthy. That's not irresponsible. I'm talking about we don't have to fear death. We have power of life within us. God has given us a spirit of power. And that leads right into the spirit of love. You know, when we made the decision to, to suspend church services, I have to imagine there were a couple people who grumbled about the church giving in to fear. This decision was not made in fear. This decision, quite frankly, was made in love. It was made out of a sense of love for the entirety of our congregation, some people who are more susceptible than others. We want to be mindful of everyone. Statistically speaking, I'm in the best bracket right now. I most likely won't catch the virus. If I do, based on my medical history and my age, it'll be okay for me. What kind of love would it demonstrate if I made a decision for this church based entirely on 
my own interaction with the situation. So when we as elders and leadership made this decision, it was made from love, love for the entirety of this congregation, love for the public around us. We want them to look at the church and see people who respectfully submit to the government. The Bible makes it very clear that God has placed the governing authorities over us. And so in love, we are to submit to them. And lest anyone try and take it too far, we don't submit when their commands directly contradict God's teachings. The governor placing a ban on gatherings, I have no problem respectfully submitting to that. That's why the leadership, none of us do. That's why we chose to do this, because we want to model what Christ has called us to. And when I think of love, I think of what you probably all know as the wedding passage in 1 Corinthians 13. Um, yeah, it's great for weddings, but it's also great for everyday life where it lists out what love is. So I don't want to spend the whole time talking specifically about this virus, but we also can't escape it, right? We can't pretend like it's not going on, that it's not having massive impact on our lives. So let's look at this idea of love for the time we're currently in. This is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 7. Love is patient and kind. Are we being patient and kind right now? I've seen a lot of conversations going on where people are mocking and belittling people who feel differently about this, right? For the people who are very concerned and taking it very seriously, I'm seeing a lot of mockery of people who aren't. For the people who aren't as panicked about this, I'm seeing a lot of mockery of the people who are. So my question is right now, look at your behavior, look at your response to what's going on around in the world, and ask yourself, have you responded patiently? Have you responded in kindness? I hear stories about people going to stores and losing it on cashiers or losing it on fellow customers. Are you showing patience when you interact with people right now? Yeah, I realize that it's stressful. I realize lines are going to be longer, supplies are going to be less. Are you responding in love? Are you showing patience and kindness to the world around us in a stressful situation? Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. This goes back to how we're interacting with people, how we're treating people who disagree with us on the response to this virus. Are you approaching this topic with arrogance? Like you're the only person who possibly understands the appropriate response. Anyone who doesn't agree with you couldn't possibly have a legitimate reason to their behavior or their thought pattern. Are we demonstrating arrogance in our response to this situation? Are we demonstrating rudeness in our response to this situation? Or are we demonstrating love? Because like 2 Timothy 1 says, we've been given a spirit of love. It is not insist on its own way. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoings, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Are we insisting on our own way right now? Are we annoyed and irritable that things aren't going the way we want them to go? Love doesn't do that. Love loves. It's that simple. It endures. Yes, this is an unfortunate situation. Endure it. Bear it. Why? Because love hopes all things and believes all things. We know that God is in control. We know that God is sovereign beyond any shadow of a doubt. I believe that with every essence of who I am. My hope is placed in Christ. My hope isn't placed in, 
it always blows my mind when I see people post things or say things like, oh, this is really causing me to lose faith in humanity. Here's my question for you. Why did you ever place your faith in humanity? I, I've never placed my faith in humanity. I've never placed my hope in humanity. I've placed my faith and hope in Christ. He doesn't change. That's what love is. So my question for you, we looked at the power, we look at the spirit of love. My question for you is, are you responding to this time with love? And then lastly, self-control. And this kind of ties back to, to what we've hit on at different points in emails and in this talk. Listen to Proverbs 25, 28. This is Proverbs 25, 28. One without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. It's a very short, simple verse. A person without self-control is like a city without walls, totally broken into. But think about that. Why does a city have the walls? To protect the city from the outside threats and influences, right? So a person without self-control, anything that passes by is going to drastically shape and alter you. If you don't have walls up around your city that is yourself, if you don't have self-control, the outside influences, they're going to bend you this way and that as they change. So I want to encourage you right now, specifically, here's a challenge, exhibit self-control. Exhibit self-control in what you say. Exhibit self-control in what you post. Exhibit self-control when you go out and shop. Exhibit self-control when you interact with your neighbors. When you interact with someone who maybe is responding irrationally right now. There are people who are responding irrationally. Exhibit self-control when you interact with them. Show them the power of life over the fear of death. Show them love that is genuine, that endures, that is patient and kind. Show yourself to be a person of self-control. These three things are the spirit that God has given us. So let's be people who demonstrate that. That's my challenge for you this, this week, this month, as we're in this time. Really ask yourself, is my response to what's going on around me showing people Christ or not? Because that's the call in our lives, to show Christ to the world. That's my prayer that this church would do, especially in times of stress and duration like this. Please know we're praying for all of you guys. We're so grateful for you. We trust that God is going to do incredible things in this. I know it might not be what you're used to or what you want it to look like, but let's believe that God can still do incredible things through online services, through families having extra time together. Let's trust that even in this time, God is working because I know He is. Please know we're praying for you. Let's pray together before we end. Lord, we give you this situation. We give you a situation that maybe is scary to some of us, is something that we're tempted to take lightly to others. We give it to you, whatever our initial response is, Lord, knowing that you're still God. You always have been God. You always will be God. There's nothing that can happen in this earth that surprises you or that you're not prepared for or that you don't have power over. And we draw comfort and strength in that. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for providing for us. We believe that you are working, and we are so grateful to be a part of whatever you're doing in this area. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.